And so then over time, I realized that walking with God means to literally just live life with Him. Like you are walking side by side and it's kind of like the yoke of oxen. One of the oxen is still the leader and the other one is helping, but one of them has to jolt forward and take the most pressure. And that was like, that really opened my eyes to realize, okay, just ask him to run the day with me. Welcome to the Faith in Business Podcast. Are you a faith-filled mama who is sitting at her cubicle right now, feeling stuck, unfulfilled, just counting down the minutes until quitting time so that you can race home to spend that last two to three hours with your kiddos, then struggle to fit the time in to turn your big God idea into a profitable online business so that you can ditch that rat race and the draining nine to five? If so, then you're in the right place. You're joined by other faith-filled women who are using their commute to redefine their life, change their mindset, and turn their passions, knowledge, life experiences, or even the hobby that they love into a profitable online business by God's design that allows them to have the freedom to do what they love, make that income and impact they're craving to make, and be who God created them to be. I want to create a society where it's normal for moms to be home raising their warriors for the kingdom and making a living from their own passions and desires. I'm your host, Kristen Duranchi. I'm a wife, mom, ex 9 to fiver and daughter of the king. I know all too well what it's like to be at a 9 to 5 that drains you because it doesn't align with who God created you to be. So join me each week as I dive into honest conversations about my journey from employee to Christian entrepreneur, tactical tips, spiritual and mindset strategies, along with a step-by-step plan to empower you to take that step of faith, to partner with God, and to create, build, and scale your online business by His design. Because it is both strategic and spiritual, we have to have the right mindset, the right heart posture, and the right strategy to run a business by God's design. So if you're ready to say yes to all of this, you're not afraid to rock that status quo, stand up for what you are passionate about and believe, then armor up with Ephesians 6 and put on the full armor of God because you are a warrior for the kingdom and he is going to use you and your online business to do some pretty amazing things on this side of heaven. Today on the podcast, we have a special guest, Allie Ann of Be Still and Run, where she combines faith and running for a more fulfilled and joyful life. Allie coaches female runners or want to be runners in their life, health, and fitness journey to help them transform into joyful, stress free athletes who are consistently creating an intimate relationship with Christ. Her passion is to encourage other women to run the Christian life, both physically and spiritually. Allie used to be depressed, sad, lonely, purposeless, and unsatisfied, trying to find something to fill an emptiness in her soul. Even though she'd given her life to Christ, she knew that something was missing. And it wasn't until she started running with God during her daily workouts that something started to change. And over time, she began to have an intimate relationship with Christ that fuels 
every waking moment of her life with joy, purpose, and satisfaction. I'm so excited to welcome Allie to the Faith and Business Podcast today. I know that you are going to be encouraged, and who knows, you might want to pick up running. Allie, I am so excited to have you on the Faith and Business Podcast. Welcome. Hi, I'm I'm excited to be here too. I can't wait to <laughs> dive in and see what we can talk about today. Yeah, I loved our conversation we were having before I hit the record button. But for those of you tuning into today's episode, I have Allie with us today. And she helps coach female runners in their life, health, fitness journey to transform them into joyful, happy, stress-free athletes who consistently create an intimate relationship with Christ. She is also the owner of BeSteelAndRun.com. And I just absolutely love her mission and where she's helping combine faith and running for a more fulfilled and joyful life. I just love that. Allie, I would love for you to tell our listeners who you are, what you do, and a little bit of your journey of how you got to where you are today. Um, I don't know how to make this short, but we'll try. Um, so I guess all growing up, my my parents really encouraged us to really seek out what our passions were and really just figure out what we felt like God was leading us to do. And ever since I was really young, I loved horses. And I actually created a program for young ladies that I could teach. I wanted to train horses. I got an off-track thoroughbred and started with that. And a lot of things happened in between when I started the horse and actually started running. It's a, it's a really neat story, but I guess to shorten it, I'll just say we went to a church one time and there was a lot of youth that ran there. And my dad got it, started talking to one of the guys and he was encouraging him like to sign up for 5k. So my dad came home one day and he's like, I think we should all run a 5k as a family. <laughs> and we were all like, oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to run the whole thing and I'm going to run it straight through. I, no playing around, no walking. So I started, um, uh, it was called couch to 5k. I started that used as much of the free part of the training plan as they would let me. And then I just took it further after that. Um, I had always heard of running a runner's high and where you could get running and you would just get hooked. And I hadn't experienced that till one day um, I was out running with, I think it was my mom and one of my sisters. And we, I, I just, I couldn't, it was a horrible workout that day. I was drained. I came home and I felt really depressed and I was just praying about it. And I found this paper that talked about depression and how Satan will use that to really draw us down and damage us. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back out and I'm going to run at the time. It was three quarters of a mile straight. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to stop unless I die. <laughs> so 
I actually was able to do that. And ever since then I got hooked and my goal was to run that, um, run the three quarter miles out and then the three quarter miles back. And that was it. Well, once I did that, I wanted to go to a full 5k and then it turned to a 10k, which is six miles. And it just kept going. And, um, through all of that, I really felt like God wanted me to invite him to run with me. And I started doing that and it really just became like the special thing that I looked forward to, especially our family had started a market garden business, but it was a whole acre garden. And we, it really stressed the family out. So it was really hard and that going out and running with God really, really encouraged me. And um, it felt like I was going on a date with God and it was just a lot of fun. And over time, I realized that the stuff that I had learned from the horse ministry that I wanted to start, I was like, why don't I take that stuff and create a running program? Just because I felt like that was a lot of people have tried running at some point or another, and they either decided they hated it or they loved it. I don't feel like there's any, any in right. between. <laughs> I mean, the runners that love it will say, some of them will say it's a love hate relationship. And so it's like, it's a toss up of, do I like it or do I not? Some people just run because it keeps them fit and healthy. And that's not a bad thing, but I feel, I feel like something has to motivate you to keep going. And I then created a 12-week program for girls to take um, to really just help them to taste and see that the Lord was good, to get them to realize, okay, there's more to life than what I'm living right now. And so I took some girls through it. I had a lot of people praying over it. Um, and during that time, I ran my first marathon, which was a blast. And then just this last Saturday, I ran my first trail half marathon, which was 13 miles. And God taught me so much through that. I'm like, they call it practicing the presence of God. And when I'm out there running, I will just imagine him running with me and the one time I got dehydrated during the end of the run and I just, I had four miles. I, there was nobody around and I was like, it's cold. I was covered in sweat. I wanted to stop. I'm like, this is kind of like a life or death situation. <laughs> I feel horrible. And so then at that moment I started praying and I imagined Jesus carrying the cross next to me. And it was just like this beautiful picture of being able to relate a little bit to his suffering because I mean we can't ever imagine being in his place so yeah that's just like I guess a rough story of how I got where I am that is beautiful I love that there are so many good pieces I want to pull out of that story (laughs) and I know our listeners are listening and kind of in awe as well because you said at the beginning that your parents, they wanted you to seek out your passions. They wanted you to do something that you love to do. And I know when we were talking before we got started here is that your, your family and your parents raised you to 
with that philosophy that women should be home raising a family and, um, you know, all that good stuff, which is what's on my heart to bring mamas home and restore the family unit, because most of us were taught otherwise, especially with my family. Mm -hmm. I grew up on a farm. I was first generation to go to college. I was going to college, whether I wanted to or not, because your parents, you know, your parents always want better for Mm -hmm. you. I honestly didn't have a choice. I was like, they were told me I'm going to college. Okay. I guess Mm -hmm. I'll go pick something. I don't even know (laughs) what I want to do. Right. But Mm -hmm. I learned from that. Now I can help my children do what your parents did. Hey, do what you love, seek out your passions. So I'm thankful that I went through that, but I wish I would have had the opposite upbringing of (laughs) what's your passions, you know, seek that out now, because at a young age, you, but you and your family were going through entrepreneurship and different businesses and trying mm-hmm. and testing things out. And you basically went from, you know, the, the horse business to God working in you, figuring out really what your desires were, even though you didn't have a desire to run at that time, but all of those <laughs> <Nope>. experiences <laughs> led up to where you are today and you can extract that, which you did extract your gifts, your talents, who God created you to be and this passion he put inside of you to create an online business from that. So you can serve those mm-hmm. who you're called to serve and show the love of Christ. I love mm-hmm that and that running program oh just absolutely amazing and honestly I'm a little bit jealous because I look at runners <laughs> and I they just seem to float across the pavement float <laughs> and I thud 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 <laughs> so running is not for me but Ellie what does it look like to run through life with God we're going to take a quick break in today's episode because I have a special gift for you. But before we get into that, I want to check in and see where you are at in creating, building, and launching your online business by God's design. Haven't started yet? Need additional clarity? You need someone to help guide you to that next step or pray with you? Then get in my DMs, friend, and we will set up a time to talk. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Kristen Duranchi, and I will also put the link where you can connect with me in the show notes. On to the special gift. So building, creating, launching, and running your online business by God's design not only takes business and marketing tactics and strategy, but more importantly, it takes knowing who God is, knowing the character of God when we are co-laboring with him to bring our dream to life and create that online business by God's design to make an impact here on this side of heaven for eternity. So my special gift for you is a 30-day study on the character of God, a study of who God is, and it will be emailed to you each and every day for 30 days. And all you need to do is text the word study to 231-244-6670. All right, let's return to today's episode. See, it wasn't until about a year ago that I actually truly understood what that meant. For a long time, everybody just said, you follow Christ. And I mean, he says that he says to follow him. But one of the verses that actually became my life first, like many years ago was, I think it's, it's Micah 6, 8. And it says, 
to walk humbly with him. And then I looked up, um, I think Enoch with him, with God. And it says that Abraham walked with God. And it really, it just made me like ask God, what does walking with you look like compared to following you? And then I had a friend go over the first week in my program and I had put, we're not supposed to follow Christ. We're supposed to walk with him. And she kind of, um, what was that called? She kind of gave like a caution on saying that because it does say in scripture to follow Christ. And so then over time, I realized that walking with God means to literally just live life with him. So like you are walking side by side and it's kind of like the yoke of oxen. One of the yoke or one of the oxen is still the leader and the other one is helping, but one of them has to jolt forward and take the most pressure. And that was like, that really opened my eyes to realize, okay, when I wake up in the morning, it's actually been my goal recently is to say good morning to God and then just ask him to run the day with me and really just work through me. And then at night, I really try to end the day with him. And then I have like, I have a reminder that goes off at 1.30 every day to, it's actually sort of like, looks like a phone call almost. And it's like, um, uh, I can't remember what it says. It says something like, this is God. Um, I miss talking with you um, chat or chat soon or something. And then on my front screen, I have what it looks like a text that says text message. Um, this is Jesus. I miss talking to you. And just, just really reminding myself every day that I want to walk with him. I want to walk side by side. It's kind of like a husband and wife is supposed to be, they walk side by side and like the wife is not to be the head to control it's not supposed to be the the feet to be trodden on but he made the woman from the rib of adam which is on his side it's so that was really like that has really been important to me is to really enforce the with him and not um not to say not to follow him but to follow him so closely that you're walking side by side I love that. Oh, that is so, so, so good. How would someone go about starting to run with God? Uh, I mean, because everybody is individual people, I feel like God can encourage each person in a different way. So for me, I've tried to really encourage different people to just invite God to run with them just really imagine him like sometimes I'll imagine him doing the dishes with me or there was one time I was doing hill repeats which is you run up the hill like as fast as you can and then you walk back down and I remember at the bottom of the hill one time I was like god why am I struggling so much this shouldn't be this hard and he kind of gave me a picture of Jesus standing at the bottom of the hill wanting to help and he told me, he's like, you didn't invite me. Like, you didn't ask me to help you. I don't force myself 
on you. Like he's a gentleman. He doesn't force himself. He invites you to do life with him. Yeah. <laughs> I love but, that. So just inviting him. Yes. I think that is key. And when you mentioned in the first question about having reminders pop up on your phone too, that is such an amazing tip. I have a reminder of verses that pop up, but I never thought about putting a reminder of, Hey, it's God. Um, come talk to me. I was talking to you. That is, that's so amazing. An amazing tip. And yeah, all we need to do is ask, ask for him to help us. You're right. He gives us free will. He's not going to impose. He's not going to, you know, jump over and just do it for us. We need to ask. So I love that. And even if you're not a runner, how does someone know um, if, or how does someone know that they're missing having a re intimate relationship with the Lord? Um, for me, I, I see that's why I started the program was to help people realize that they're missing something because I didn't know I was missing anything until after I had it and so looking back it's if you crave to go to bed like if you you just during the day you're just like I can't wait to go to bed to shut off or if you use like um, my weakness is chocolate, but if you use like any kind of band-aid instead of going to God, then that could also be like, he's draw he's, he put those feelings in us to need something so that he could fill it himself. Like he created this love story, like all of the stories that we've read. It's like, he created those, those feelings in our hearts so that he could fill them. And so just, if you're craving something, if you, I don't know, if you're depressed or sad, or um, I think anger is just another way of expressing sadness. So that could be that too. And so if you're not able to go to him with those sadness and feelings and ask him to heal them, then that could be a sign that maybe you're missing something and just the joyfulness of life and just really feeling fulfilled and satisfied in Christ and not having to have like, I like, I have a, this problem with, I feel like I need chocolate sometimes. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I like, I need this. And sometimes God will be like, well, do you want to pray first? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I should. <laughs> right. I think yeah. all women have a problem with chocolate though. <laughs> Yes, that's like my band-aid. It's like, and we have Benton Dents that we go to and I'll get like bars of chocolate for 50 or cents or a dollar. And it's like, I buy a whole pack <laughs> of them. Or, but yeah, so just if, if you feel like you're missing something, I guess, if you feel like you're constantly trying to find something or constantly, so like, not to say we should not search after our passion and starting a business and all of that just don't let that become your priority and try to use that to fill what's meant to be filled with Christ yes so hopefully oh, that made sense <laughs> oh definitely it definitely did and I know that it made sense to our listeners too because I'm always talking about building your profitable online business by God's design 
And that's mm-hmm. what I coach my clients to do, building it by God's design, because he has this amazing design this idea for you. He created you. He designed you for this calling to fulfill Mm -hmm. your purpose and calling on the side of heaven. So I love that. Mm -hmm. And I know one thing that is so important to you that you just love to talk about. And it's important for you to share because you were able to reconcile your your relationship with God. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know you want to explain or talk about what people might be missing by not reconciling their relationship with God or mm. by not running with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it can be different for everybody, but the root is going to be just this undescribable peace that you just know. It's not just a head knowledge, but it's a feeling inside of you that you just know God is in control. That I noticed have been has been the biggest change for me. And then just a general joyfulness that I mean, sometimes I'll like, I'll feel like something's off. I'll feel like something is between God and I, and I'll just go to him. And <laughs> I have talked angrily to him I have cried before him but really just being able to pour out those feelings to him a lot of people you know say um you just go to God and just tell him what's wrong I I feel like we need to let out our feelings as well not not just hold them back and just say a bunch of words but to really um just talk angrily to him just tell him what is going on and to be able to do that and then he wipes the tears away and replaces the joyfulness in your heart that has been something also and then just the clarity of hearing his voice just um before the race there was supposed to be really bad weather and i was really concerned about because i had already paid for it i had trained hours for it and i'm like god i really really don't want to well my first thought was I don't want to lose the money I put into it (laughs) um but then my second thought was like I've trained so long and I really felt like you had called me to run this and the night before he's like if you trust me then you'll get to go and it was just really it's, it's just being able to hear his voice and knowing that it's him now, the, the way to keep hearing his voice, though, is to make sure you obey anything he tells you. <laughs> otherwise, then there's like, <laughs> yeah, otherwise there's then like some kind of blockage or something. It's like, well, I guess like if you tell somebody that's under you to do something and they don't do it, you're not, they're going to have like this conscious thing that's going to keep you from hearing each other clearly. So. Yeah, those would be the the biggest things that I have noticed in my life. Gotcha. That's so key right there. The obedience. Um, yeah, because if you ask someone to do something for you or you keep asking them or something and they're they're not listening or they don't do it like we do with our kids, like clean the dishes, clean the dishes, clean the dishes, and they don't do it. And finally I'm like, I'll just do it myself <laughs> and I'll just stop asking you. <laughs> So I get that. That is, that's a great analogy. I love that. So um, one last question, what does making an impact mean to you? Oh boy. Um, I feel like 
making an impact impresses more on the person that is making the impact than on the people you are impacting. Uh, so like I have been hosting different Bible studies online for years and I feel like it has transformed my life more and has drawn me closer to Christ, which then allows him to work through me to transform people around me. I've noticed if you go out trying to change somebody or trying to help somebody, it's totally different than if you are being a light and you are allowing Christ to live through you. I've noticed that impacts people a lot more than if you're trying to tell everybody what to do. This has been absolutely amazing, Ellie. Where can our listeners connect with you? And is there anything else that you would love to add? I, you can, I have a website. It's bestillandrun.com. And then you can subscribe there if, if you like what you see. I don't want a bunch of followers just following me just because like, if you like what you see, then follow me. But Very, um, very important. Then, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can't impact people that are just following you just because. <laughs> right. But, and then on social media, it, I'm Ali Ann. And then the podcast, which I'm hoping to dive more into this year. And that would be Be Still and Run by Ali Ann. Yes, I'll link all of those in the show notes because if you are your ideal client, I'm assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, are female runners, correct? Mm -hmm. Or wannabe runners because I'm coaching. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. So if you're a runner, you're a wannabe runner, you want to run with God, um, connect with Allie because what she has going on sounds absolutely amazing. And I just thank you so much for your time today and the value that you added to our listeners. Yes. And thank you so much for what you're doing. We need more people out there chasing their passions instead of just doing a mundane nine to five, like everybody does. (laughs) We need more people that have the heart in what they're doing because that is what's going to transform the world. That's it for today, friends. It's your time to step into the role of the abundant Christianpreneur and put to use the gifts God has given you. There is only one you, and you are the expert someone is out there waiting to hear from. I want you to know this, feel this, and most importantly, be this. Never underestimate the impact and power you have. And hey, real quick before you go, do you want to win a free private coaching call with me? Take a screenshot of an episode and post it on your IG stories and tag me at Kristen Taranchi using the hashtag TheAbundantChristianpreneur. And if you feel extra daring, share one of your biggest takeaways. That is how you will get entered into the monthly drawing. And if you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review, and rate the show. This not only helps me bring you more expert guests to learn from, but it also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and spending it here with me. I appreciate you and see you next episode.